Coming today on Negotiate Your Best Life with Rebecca Zung. They lie about things that are readily verifiable, and they lie about things that they don't even need to lie about. And that's something that I find very puzzling and very interesting. And a lot of times they do get away with it. And I think that that's part of the reason why they do continue to do that. So the big questions are these. How can we navigate and negotiate every situation in our lives, in our career, in our businesses, in our relationships, and even with ourselves for our own self-worth? In other words, what if you could win every time and have no losers? Let's face it, we're not negotiating just to buy a car or for a pay raise. We are negotiating for living in every aspect of our lives. How can we do that powerfully, successfully, and victoriously? Those are the questions, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Rebecca Zong, and welcome to the time where you negotiate your best life. Welcome to another episode of Negotiate Your Best Life. I'm Rebecca Zung. In this episode, we're going to be talking about 20 truths that narcissists are hiding from you. You will not want to miss this episode. So 20 truths that a narcissist will hide from you. And what that narcissist does not want you to know, and you need to watch all the way till the end because I'm going to give you the best one at the end, okay? So this is really, really important because narcissists hide from you. They have secrets up the wazoo, and I've seen them all because I've been practicing law for more than 20 years now, and... I've had narcissists as clients. I've had narcissists on the other side and had narcissists as opposing counsel. I've had narcissists as judges. I've seen it all. And they definitely want to hide, number one, the fact that they have two selves going on. They have this false self and then they have a true self. And the false self is the one that they really want to hide from you. The, or sorry, the true self is the one that they really want to hide from you. The false self is the one that they show the world. So what happened was they were traumatized as a child and this happened pretty frequently at some point during their development as a child, somehow, some way. And as a survival mechanism, they developed this way of being where they kind of had to create this pretend self, the, the false self, the one that they threw out there into the world as the... The, the one that they wished that they were, the one that they kind of thought would be the one that would be the likable one, the one that they thought would be the, the one to get things done. Or, and this is the lying one, the manipulating one, the one that they, the fraudulent one, because the true self, the one that's in there, that the scared little one is the one that they think is the one that they hate the one that they're constantly trying to cover up, the one that they think is weak, the one that they think is just 
you know, horrible. And so they've got these two selves that are constantly going on and they, they really want to hide from you and the rest of the world that they, they've got this masquerade going on at all times. And so that's number one. They've got two selves going on at all times. And so number two is that they are constantly lying, constantly lying. It's really a way of life for them. And, you know, what's really interesting to me about narcissists is that it's a lifestyle for them. And, and as a lawyer, I can tell you this. They lie about things that are readily verifiable and they lie about things that they don't even need to lie about. And that's something that I find very puzzling and very interesting. And a lot of times they do get away with it. And I think that that's part of the reason why they do continue to do that. And you see that in the public as well, a lot of times. And, you know, but, you know, what's interesting to me is that they just don't feel like they can tell the truth a lot of times, even when it would make their lives so much simpler or so much easier. Uh, and a lot of times, you know, they're so defensive and they're so emotional and, you know, they, they cause them so, so much more trouble with the lying and the manipulating when it really would have been easier for them to just tell the truth. But because it's just so ingrained in them to lie that, 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 that is just their way of being. They, they, it's very sad in a lot of ways that they just feel like they have to constantly lie. So they're one of the, truths that they're hiding, one of the things that they don't want you to know is that they're hiding their lies and they're constantly telling lies. And and part of the reason for that is, is because of what I told you in number one, which is that they're hiding the fact that they have these two selves going on at all times. And so the scared little self inside is just feels like they have to cover that up. And you empath out there, you cannot save them. You can't fix it. And I see you out there thinking, well, I could love them back to health and you cannot, right? It can't be fixed and it can't be changed, all right? So don't think you can. It's a black hole inside of there that can't be fixed, all right? So number three is they don't want you to know about all the secrets that they're keeping, all the secrets that they're hiding from you, because there are a lot of them. You know, when, when you lie that much, there's a lot of, of wreckage behind them that they don't want you to know about. And there's probably a lot of stuff going on presently right now that they don't want you to know about too. So that's number three. There's a lot of secrets and depending on the level of narcissism that you're dealing with, the type of narcissist that you're dealing with, who knows how much of that is going on. 
That's why, you know, they keep their phone close to them at all times. And, you know, they're constantly accusing you of being the liar. They're constantly accusing you of being the one who can't be trusted. They're constantly accusing you of being the one that they can't, you know, be safe around and all of those things. But it's really, they're the ones who can't be trusted. They're the ones who are lying. It's all, it's really a projection. Whatever they're saying about themselves, about you is really, they're talking about themselves. Always remember that. So that's number three. And number four is they don't want you to know about all the things that they've done wrong that they're blaming either you for or other people for. You know, this is, it goes back to the fact that they can't take responsibility for their actions. And so they're always projecting and deflecting and lying and denying, right? And so they don't want you to know about all of those things that they've done wrong that they can't take responsibility for. So that's number four. And who knows how, you know, how much that is because again, you don't know what kind of how, how bad the person is that you're dealing with. But, you know, I've certainly had people work for me who are narcissists you know, as employees, I've certainly had them in my life as business partners, as family members, and you just don't know the extent of the narcissist that you're dealing with. So they don't want you to know, they don't want anybody else to know what it is that they're covering up, what it is that they're hiding as far as the things that they've done wrong and that they're blaming other people for. Number five is they don't want you to know that the reason why they treat you horribly is because they hate themselves. You know, the way people treat other people is a direct reflection of the way they treat themselves. And, you know, this is good or bad. And so I, I always say that you can never take anything personally. You can't take it personally if somebody treats you badly because it really is a reflection of how they feel inside. And, you know, narcissists didn't attach themselves to you because you have so little value. They attached themselves to you because you have so much value. You think about it. You know, you, you know that they're opportunists. You know that they're not going to attach themselves to somebody who they think is, has less value than they do. They want somebody who's going to build them up, make them look good. They want the good things, right? So think about that when, you know, they're over there gaslighting you, devaluing you, making you feel bad. There's no way that they would stay in that or continue to be there if they didn't think that there was something to be had there, right? I mean, so that's the whole crazy thing about it. And, and, and it makes them feel 
more powerful to put down somebody who has more value than they do, right? So they they don't want you to know that they're treating you horribly because really they hate themselves, okay? So don't take it personally when they treat you badly. Number six is they don't want you to know that they're constantly trying to one-up you if they're competing with you or, or jealous of you because they think that it's going to make them look better because, you know, again, they are looking for ways to get attention. You know, that they're constantly looking for ways to get attention. They don't want you to know that. They don't want you to know that they're always looking for ways to get attention. You know, if they're trying to play the victim, it's because they're looking for ways to get attention. They're not going to tell you that. They don't want you to know that. They don't want you to know that they're being, you know, trying to make you feel guilty because they're trying to get attention. You know, they're not going to go tell people that. And, you know, a lot of times they're so... There's such a lack of self-awareness in there that they're not going to tell you that either. They don't probably don't even know that themselves, right? So that's uh, number six. And number seven is that they're not going to tell you that the, the reason why they have a hard time apologizing to you is either number one, because they think that if they don't apologize, that somehow no one will notice that it it was, you know, them who did something wrong, you know, that it, it won't come back to reflect on them. Or number two, because they think it was your fault to begin with. Or number three, because they somehow feel like if they apologize, it it takes away from their very fragile sense of self in some way. And it's just a very, like it's the survival mechanism. So like the only reason why they would apologize at all is if somehow they can spin it in their mind that it's a manipulation in some way. So they don't really want you to know that this whole thing around apologies is this, this game that they play. I mean, it's, it's, that's why they have a hard time apologizing. So that's number seven. Coming up, more on Negotiate Your Best Life with Rebecca Zone. They do not want you to know that they are deeply unhappy inside. They'll go around telling you that they are great. They are fine. They are fantastic. It's you. It's you who has the problem. Are you struggling with how to negotiate and win? Maybe you're dealing with a personality that's particularly challenging, like a narcissist or other high-conflict personality, and you're feeling powerless. Make sure to download my free Win My Negotiation Cheat Sheet at www.winmynegotiation.com.
Take a listen to our archive, where you can listen to more episodes that show you the path to how to negotiate your best life. From the beginning, they inundate you with lovely, I love you messages. You're the best thing since sliced bread. I want to spend the rest of my life with you. They text you all the time. They call you all the time. They FaceTime you. They spend a lot of time with you. They buy extravagant gifts for you. They do extravagant gestures for you. And it's like a dream come true. You think it's the best thing ever, um, but it's all a lie. And now we return to today's show. Number eight is that they don't want you to know that they're purposely punishing you because of this pain and anguish they feel inside of themselves. That they're going to make you believe that you're the source of all of their problems. They want you to believe that. They want you to think you're the source of all of their problems. And that by doing that, by by making you believe that you're the source of all of their problems, that somehow then they don't have to take a look at themselves. All right? So by hanging it all on you, then... You, they don't have to then take responsibility for it. Okay. So this is a truth that not, they're not only hiding from you. In some ways, they're hiding it from themselves because by in their mind, pushing all the blame on you, then they don't even have to take a look at that either. And they don't, this is, this is a truth that they're hiding from themselves and they're hiding it. They're really hiding it. They're hiding it from you, but they're hiding it from themselves too. All right. So that's number eight. And number nine is they don't want you to know. They do not want you to know that they are deeply unhappy inside. They'll go around telling you that they are great. They are fine. They are fantastic. It's you. It's you who has the problem. Or they'd be even better if you were this, or if you'd stop bugging them, or if you didn't do this or that. It's, you know, you're the one who has the problem, or you're the one that's the source. But they're great. But really, the truth of the matter is that they are deeply unhappy inside. They don't want you to know that. And honestly, again, they really probably don't even know that they're dealing with a lot of unhappiness and traumas and and triggers inside that they don't want to have to take a look at. It's just way easier to blame it all on you. Okay, so truths that narcissists will hide from you, what a narcissist doesn't want you to know. All right. So that's the next one. Um, and the next one is that everything, literally everything a narcissist does is meant to manipulate you. Everything. 
When they love bomb you, it's meant to manipulate you. When they apologize, it's meant to manipulate you. When they future fake you and say that everything's going to be great, you know, manipulation. When they cry, it's a manipulation. When they, when they gaslight you, it's a manipulation. Everything is a manipulation. Everything is a manipulation. And I want you to remember that. They're just not capable of doing anything other than manipulate because again, you know, going back to what I was talking about in item number two, which is that they hide all of the lies that they're constantly telling it. it, They just, it's a way of being is manipulating because it's their survival mechanism. You know, they, they feel like in order to survive, they have to manipulate. So unfortunately, they just can't be any other way other than manipulating. So that's, you know, what they don't want you to know. Everything is a manipulation as well. Okay. So number 11 is they don't want you to know that they're like chameleons. And this started back at the love bombing stage, by the way, but it also, you know, comes back up in a lot of other times too, which is they change their behavior to make themselves look the most appealing and the most charming and the most charismatic to whomever to make themselves look attractive to whomever they need to be attractive to and appealing to in that moment. Now, obviously, we all do that to a certain extent. But again, going back to what I said in the last one, for narcissists, it's a manipulation. It's a way of being, okay? Like they know how to read people. This is a skill that they have that's highly, highly developed. And so they, they read people and become exactly what they need to be for that person to be appealing for that person in that moment. And they don't want you to know that they change their behaviors to seem the most charming, charismatic and personable and all of those things for that person in that moment, they they use these mirror neurons to become basically you in that moment so that they can get what they want. Okay. So that's number 11. They don't want you to know that that's how they are there. And you know, some people are not like that at all. Some people are just, this is me and you don't like it. Too bad. I'm the same no matter where I go, who I'm with. You know, this is me. You know, and and some people are just blunt. You got it. This is me. Boom. But you know, with narcissists, no, they constantly are moving, changing, shifting. They want. They need to be who very different depending on who they're with. Okay. So that's number 11. Number 12 is they hide the fact that they are looking out for number one at all times. They don't care about anybody but themselves. 
every display of love, care, affection, empathy. It is all fake. For you Seinfeld people out there, remember when Elaine was like, fake, 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 fake. That is what it is. Fakers, fakers, fakers. That's what they are. They are fakers. They are incapable of actual, real care, empathy, emotion, genuine connection, genuine feeling, emotion. I, you know, it's sad, yes, but, you know, I always say, you can have your feelings of wishing them well, sending them light, all of those things. But, you know, I would say, send them light, but from, you know, over there. Have your boundaries, send them light from, you know, over there. You just, you gotta like, mm. All right, number 13. They don't want you to know their true intentions, which is to use you for everything you got or whatever it is to manipulate you, to light you up, you know, to go after you, especially if they're in the discard phase. You know, you become public enemy number one at that case, in that situation. Because, you know, they only see things in black and white. You're either good or bad or whatever, because that's, that's what narcissists are like. All right. Number 14, they don't want you to know what they are truly capable of. And let me tell you, I've seen it. I was in a business relationship with a covert narcissist, seemed like the nicest person in the whole world. Everybody was like, oh, they seem so nice. You know, oh, I'm sure it was inadvertent. You know, how like it goes with covert narcissists. No, 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 no. When that mask gets whipped off, you start to see what they're truly capable of. And they don't, of course, they're going to save it for their true targets. They're not going to show the rest of the world to the rest of the world. They stay truly nice and everything. But for you, they don't really want you to know what they're truly capable of. But truly, all right? Number 15, they do not want you to know what they have done in the past. That remains dead and buried underneath like, uh, you know, you've heard about skeletons in the closet or whatever. They don't want you to know what they have done in the past. Believe me, do not want you to know. So you've got to, um, be very, very, um, careful about that, depending on who it is that you're with. Do your due diligence, people. Do your due diligence. Number 16, they don't want you to know that they're doing the bare minimum at all times. You know, especially covert narcissists, they're really kind of inherently lazy and they don't want, they want to be takers in this relationship, right? They don't want to have to give. They want you to give. So, and they certainly don't want to be reminded of Anything that you gave, yeah, they want you to give as much as possible. They want to take, and then if you bring it up, oh, please. So 
you know, but they are trying to get away with the bare minimum in this relationship as possible, but they, as you know, that they can get away with. So, but you know, they want to get as much supply out of you as they possibly can. All right. That's number 16. Number 17, they just hope to God that, you know, as long as they are getting some kind of supply out of you, that you're just going to keep on buying that sales pitch because as long as they're treating you badly, and if you think you're going to maybe like the light is coming to you and you're going to like, uh, move on, that they're going to keep moving to quickly give you that sales pitch, future fake you or whatever. And you're going to keep buying it. That's what they hope. And so they don't want you to know that that's what they're doing. So they, they, they hope that you're going to keep buying it and you're going to keep chomping at the bit that you're going to keep, you know, taking it. And so they, they don't want you to find that out. They don't want you to know that that's what they're hoping and that, that you're not going to figure it out at some point and actually leave. Uh, and this includes when they say they're actually going to change. They don't want you to know that they have no intentions of actually changing. They don't want you to know that. that they're going to just do it for as little time as possible and, uh, you know, and, and then drop off at some point because again, they're takers and they want you to continue to give because they're in it for as much supply as possible. And, you know, you don't, you're supposed to give and they're supposed to take. That's how it goes. Um, number 18. And again, I'm working up to number 20, which is going to be the best one. And so these last three are the best ones. Number 18 is you are simply a source of supply to them. And as long as you have use to them, it is of use to them to keep you around. They don't want you to know that, but that is the truth. So as long once you stop giving them a source of supply, then you really aren't going to be of any use. And that's when you are, boom, done, gone. Okay? And number 19, they don't want you to know that it is literally a struggle for them every single day to survive because it's exhausting for them to, you know, keep up this facade, try to get supply every day, you know, not let anybody know, be in this world constantly, feeling empty, trying to get supply, keep up all of these charades. It's very exhausting for them. It's way easier to live a very authentic life. They don't know that, you know, but it is a constant struggle for them. But they, they'll never change. You can't tell them this because this is all they know. This is all they know and they'll never hear anything different. They'll never hear anything different. All right. And number 20, we finally got here. Number 20. Ready? Ready for number 20? Number 20 is that they hide the fact that they are living life fearing like to God that people are going to figure out that they are a massive fraud and that they're going to be exposed for who they really are. 
and that they're way more afraid of you than you are of them. And that's really where their your your leverage lies, by the way. Thanks for joining me on this episode of Negotiate Your Best Life. If you love this episode, I'm so happy and I'm so happy that you were here. And please make sure that you subscribe to this episode. And if you feel so compelled, please feel free to give it a five-star review and also write a rating. You can also check me out at YouTube. You can find me there at youtube.com forward slash Rebecca Zung ESQ. I'm also on Instagram and on TikTok. If you would like my free phrases for disarming the narcissist, you can check that out at disarmthenarc.com. As always, remember that today is a great day to start negotiating your best life. And I will see you back here next week for another episode of Negotiate Your Best Life. Thanks for joining me. Thanks for listening to today's episode of Negotiate Your Best Life. I'm Rebecca Zung. Tune in next week for another edition of Negotiate Your Best Life. Remember, if you want more ways to slay and you want more ways to be supported, you can always join my membership at joinslay.com forward slash slay. You can always subscribe to my YouTube channel and you can always grab my free Crush My Negotiation prep worksheet at winmynegotiation.com. Remember that today is a great day to start negotiating your best life. And I will definitely catch you in the next episode of Negotiate Your Best Life. Thanks so much for listening.